Sifting through the nuts and bolts of life Joe Suchere Alright, sometimes The examples of the decline of moral and ethical integrity Which run the gamut across race, ethnicity, socioeconomic scales Power, influence, politics Everything Two girls have been charged as juveniles in connection with threats made against another girl, Prince William County Police said, Dateline, Washington, D.C. Two girls, okay, went after one girl, all right? Police in Northern Virginia say the two girls communicated by text to conspire to kill the victim. The girls are 10 and 11. Wow. And the victim they wanted to kill would have been 11. Or is 11. The 10-year-old and 11-year-old use cryptic language and encourage each other to delete the text messages after the threats were read. On April 25, police responded to the girls' school after a concerned parent alerted school staff. In a statement, police said after extensive consultation with the Commonwealth attorney, the girls were charged with conspiracy to commit a felony. The threats were not carried out. And no one was harmed. Well, physically. Right. Details of the alleged threats were not disclosed, nor was the name of the school the girls attended. So two girls, 11, 10 and 11, 10 and 11, were conspiring to kill another 11-year-old. Shades of that Slenderman BS. Exactly. That's what it sounds like. It's mimicking. Ten and the okay. Here's one thing that I think may need to be adjusted down the road here. Yeah. The age of of, uh, of eighteen, you know, kids are growing up a lot faster. That needs to be moved down. What does the juvenile? Yeah, mm. maybe to sixteen. And, and and eighteen just seems, you know, this is a ten and eleven year old conspiring to kill someone. A not necessarily unrelated story. Okay. Anyone who wants to be a cheerleader at Hanover Park High School in East Hanover, New Jersey, can now be part of the squad. Anyone who wants, just come on out. No, 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 no. You got cuts. You got to. You got to try to make the team. I thought. Oh no. Huh? No, no. You just, you just come on out. You know, you might be. Hey, you were the. Uh, you were the last one to to almost make it. You, but you didn't. There were tryouts for the cheerleading squad at Hanover Park High School in East Hanover, and then came the dreaded cuts. Yep. But a parent complained and threatened to sue because that parent's kid was not uh, didn't make the cut, according to WABC. The athletic director then changed the policy. Now, in the spirit of inclusivity, anyone who wants to be on the cheerleading squad can be part of it. It's not how it's supposed to be. Outrage ensued among some members of the squad who showed up at last Wednesday's school board meeting to let officials know just that, according to News 12 New Jersey. The students said they worked hard to earn their spots and believed it is unfair that those who didn't earn spots are now allowed on the squad. All right. I tried my hardest, student Stephanie Kruger told the school board, her voice breaking as she wiped away tears. Now everything is going away because of one kid who did not make the team and her parent complained. 
So now all my hard work has been thrown out the window. Okay. Wow. The students asked the board to reverse the decision. Some parents told WABC that when they complained about the new policy, the principal threatened to disband the squad altogether. Now, apparently, the school board president said the board will consider the request to reverse the new policy and issue a ruling later this date, according to News 12. The other day, he had a kid who sued the baseball coach because the coach told him to slide. Right. How 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 can we push back in this case? I don't know. I think the kids are pushing back. They went to the school board meeting. The kids who made the cheerleading cut. Uh, it's kind of silly to say everyone gets to be a cheerleader. You are when you go to a game anyway, aren't you? Right. And but, but I think the pushback would say, "So sue me. You're an idiot. You're you're your kid." Didn't make it, and not because your kid is bad. Think of all of us have been cut. Maybe the kid, maybe the kid was maybe point. the kid was really Stuff a done. klutz. Yes. Know? Maybe the kid couldn't do a jumping jack. Right, or a cartwheel. Yeah. Yeah. You're supposed to get cut from certain things. Yes, it builds your character. But see, that's being that's being lost. Uh this is not the mystery per se, but it's it's, a it, it's floating in the wake of the mystery. Uh, the idea of not having what you want is is being challenged in various ways. And, uh, you know, if I hurt myself sliding, I'm going to sue the coach. If I don't make the cheerleading team, my parent will sue the school. But that's the beauty of it. I, I liken it to my, okay, my girls playing high school hockey. They got cut from the varsity, right. had to play on the JV, and then when they made it to varsity... That was an accomplishment. I told you this. Fun. I told you this a thousand times. My brother was a better hockey player than I was. I I played uh, on the varsity. He, uh, as a senior, was the last cut. Never did play on the varsity. You sure he was better? Yeah, he was really good. But the but the level the level of play had improved so dramatically hey. in the intervening years between me and him that. That it, it, if he had gone to school when I did, he would have been a first-line player. Okay. And I, I already know what your answer is, but I'm just going to ask the question. And and how did your mom and dad react to your brother not making... I can't believe John was that good of a player, but... No, this is Paul. I know, I'm just kidding. Uh, how did they... How did they <laughs> Paul, John can't walk and chew gum. How did they react when Paul came back and said, um, I can't... I didn't make I it. I didn't make it. I, I don't... Uh, Probably just that's too bad, Tiger. I don't think they might not have. Known. Hey, it's all right. You're going to be okay. <laughs> run up, run and get me a pack of smokes. Uh, but I mean, but I mean, that's and I know your brother. No, I know you know what he did though. He went right into the crying closet. He had a. Oh, uh, he yeah. did. Yeah. Well, he was. He felt it was a microaggression. Oh, that's probably why he's such a um, stable guy. Yeah, now. he went into the cry closet and had a good cry, and then he was all right. <laughs> No, he, you know, he was, he, he was bombed, I'm sure, but, that's but yeah, what I'm he got over it. So, but this parent said, oh, uh, Jenny, you, you know what make I the did? I, I did what you should never do. Oh, no. What'd you do? I did the parent thing. I, I talked to the coach. You did? Yeah, uh, kindly and civilly. I was curious as to why you didn't make Wait it. Wait a minute. He was younger than you, right? Who? The brother that got caught. Yeah. How, how much younger? Oh, well, I'm the he's oldest older. of seven and he's the youngest. There's at least uh, 15, 16 years. But, but hold Hell, on. There's 32 kids in our family. You had a previous relationship with this coach, correct? 
I knew him. Sure, I'm not going to mention him. He's a good guy. But what know? I'm saying is, th- th- it would have been okay for you to go. Hey, was there something he could have done better? You know, was it? Well, one he, of- he boiled down to this. Uh, this is at Hill, by the way. Yeah, and, and, and a tough school to play. Well, they're hockey a hockey at. powerhouse, right? Okay, yeah. and and what that what what had developed at least since I went there was the idea that we're always constantly building for the future. So he would he was stocking his team with just enough veterans, yes. and just enough upcoming guys, and he didn't want to give up a slot to an up and coming guy to a senior. I got it. My brother got it. it that's the life. It still hurts, that's but life. it's. But, the, uh, yeah, the sport had changed, and yeah. it was a little more aggressive. Huh. But I told the coach, you better sleep with one eye open. <laughs> no. I, I was warning my fishes. The coach was a great guy. Uh, I, you you all know the I'm name. I'm sure, yeah, I know who you're and, talking about. Uh, Cretan kid. Yeah. And, uh, good guy. And, and, and then went on to be a college coach. And you know what? He was doing exactly what he had to do as the coach of that team. Mm-hmm. And and you wonder about my parents' reaction. Do you think they ever would have said a word? They wouldn't have. They would have said, "Hey, tough, sorry." No, and, th- and that's my point because that's where they were. But then this parent in uh, where was this? Missouri. Matt, Matt, the parents of a kid who slid sued the coach. That's what I'm saying. Now, now you these got parents, cheerleaders who get cut suing the school, and the pushback has to be. Go ahead and sue me. And this is in the wake of the mystery. This is this is trailing along the big the ocean. The mystery is an ocean liner, and in the wake are all of these subsets of, of of the decline of moral and ethical integrity. I don't know how these. I don't know how these parents think they're doing a kid any favors by saying, "Oh yeah, honey, you got cut. You know what? You're, that's wrong. I'm going to sue the school." They should have just said, "Tough luck." Uh, fruity, you should have done your splits better, or whatever. Right. The hell when it you is. go home and you sit down at the dinner table with your parent and you say, I got cut, the dad looks at you and says, Sometimes you eat the bar and sometimes <laughs> the bar will yeah, right. eat you. That's exactly right. Yes, that's that's exactly kind of right. Thing. Sometimes you eat the bar and sometimes the bar eats you. And that that was easy to predict that it would backfire. Something good. The uh, all of the uh, benefits being given to pedestrians, the uh, the injuries to pedestrians are on a on a terrible increase. Mm. Uh, a striking rise in pedestrian crashes is worrying safety advocates across the country. In St. Paul, researchers and police are trying to find a solution. Got it. Go give them the solution, bro. Stop. And look both ways before you cross the street and wait your turn. Stop Cars are bigger than you. When was the last time you two headed uh, west from this station and drove through campus? Uh, I don't. If I have to go that way, I will take the train. Um, I uh, With you. made that trip less than a week ago. It is frightening. Mm-hmm. How em- is it emboldened? Is that the right word? Mm-hmm. That, 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 that the pedestrians are. Mm-hmm. They will walk right in front of your car, not even in an, in a crosswalk. Every other day, a pedestrian or cyclist is struck by a vehicle in St. Paul, and every other month, someone dies. Well, that's unacceptable. Right. So we need to change some 
some things. Those statistics based on averages provided by St. Paul Police are exactly why an enforcement effort called Stop For Me is happening in the city right now. No. No. That's, that's, no. that's, no. that's a bold that, message. That's exactly what's not working. In it's what has become an annual effort, police officers are targeting different intersections this spring to identify drivers who fail to yield to pedestrians. The officers either issue citations or warnings depending on what they observe as a volunteer attempts to cross at a designated crosswalk. This year, the effort is bolstered by research at the U of M Center for Transportation Studies. The Human First Laboratory has been studying 16 different intersections across the city, and they are still finding many drivers simply don't stop for pedestrians. Uh, it was a little disappointing because I live in St. Paul, and I have a lot of pride in the city, but I, but only about 3 in 10 cars stop for us, said Nicole Morris, director of the Human First Lab. During a test at 7th Street in Bates on Tuesday, Morris watched 13 vehicles cross the intersection as she was attempting to enter the crosswalk. Once a vehicle did stop for her, she still had to stop twice for the vehicle that cut through her path. That's what we call a multiple threat event where one car yields to us, but a car in the next lane flies past that vehicle, Morris said. If I wasn't mindful, uh, I would have been struck. Although Morris's research focuses on crosswalks in St. Paul, it reflects a larger issue with pedestrian deaths happening nationwide. According to the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, fatal pedestrian crashes have risen 46% since 09, or about the time euphorians decided to put the hammer down and say, we're de- we've demonized the car to the point where we not only don't want you in, in it, but pedestrians are so vastly superior to you in your automobile, that you must stop for pedestrians. It's frustrating. Well, of course, you don't want to hit anybody. Right. It's partic- I've told you this, too. It's particularly dangerous for motorcyclists. Motorcyclists are at their safest when they're moving. So here comes a motorcyclist, say, going northbound on Snelling. And stops because two gals want to cross the street. Yep. He's really, really got a hope that the people behind him don't hit him. I would not like to. Much ride. less hit the pedestrians. Right. It's, it's, a, it's a real, real safety problem for motorcyclists. But at what point did we determine that it was always the vehicle? The vehicle was always the one in the wrong here. Uh, it's, 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 it's an actual... Uh, dynamic of the mystery uh this is brought to you by uh mysterian politicians and mayors the closer you get to the country's tallest buildings and they firmly believe that uh by eliminating the automobile they're going to save the earth and and in in an attempt to help demonize the automobile they got to slow it down and they have to slow it down to the point of you got to stop every time a pedestrian wants to cross the street so there's a new target that's right over here there's a four-way stop sign mm-hmm. and anytime i go there the pedestrians for the most part abide by yeah don't cross whatever it's the bicyclists there mm-hmm. that don't because if you're going to be driving in the street well, okay, but then you've got to, you know, you have to stop at the stop sign, and they just blow right through the intersection. I'm being, I'm being sent a picture on Summit. I don't know what the cross street is. Summit and Snelling, right by um, a McAllister. Yep. 
Uh, there is a bicyclist laying in the middle of the street. Right now? Uh, Darcy, a listener, said, this is going on live as we speak. He doesn't know what happened. There's a school bus that stopped in front of it. But there's a bicyclist down on Summit Avenue at um, Summit and Snelling right now. If you go to the National Transportation Safety Board and look at the statistics, which we did, I don't know, two years ago. Mm-hmm. The pedestrians were safer until the Euphorians came along with their. Remember their first their first uh, gambit was to put the what put the flags in the barrel. <laughs> they're, they're still out there. Yeah, and you take a flag across the street, and that'll save you. You parade wave it. What you got to teach your kids is you can't win against a car. It it might be a wonderful world if the cars would all stop, kids, when you want to cross the street. But that isn't the way it works, especially today with distracted driving. You're Are you taking, willing to trade that risk? No. I'm willing to wait. Uh, I, I I continue to this day to not allow cars to stop for me. I wave them on. I'm, come on, come on, come on. And if I see them the other way, I go, I'm willing to wait if I'm on foot. I'm you going for a walk anyway. you back and Teresa Hines them like this. Yeah, yeah. Right. I'm going for a walk anyway. I'll wait there. Don't stop. You're going to create more problems stopping than you are not stopping. It's a shame. Uh, I don't know what happened to that biker. Yeah, well, we'll try to keep it posted. I'm sure this guy will if he stopped. Darcy. Tom? Hi, Joe. Hi. Boy, you've hit a couple uh, hot buttons of mine uh, today. This pedestrian thing's out of hand, but I told Reavers I was calling about the uh, parent who threatened to sue the school. Yeah. Um, I They're a bully. Um, I, I totally agree with Rook, uh, and they, they need to be treated like you'd treat any other bully, and I think that's to push back. Yep. Uh, besides, I don't think the parent has a very good uh, basis for a lawsuit, and you'd think the superintendent, before he folds, would find out what kind of footing they have. But I, I think the parent's a bully. Um, they need to be pushed back on, and God bless you. Thank you, and uh, we'll be back shortly. But now, thanks to our great friends in Owatonna, Minnesota, at Federated Insurance, where it's their business to protect your business, and nobody does that better than Federated. It's Bruce Vale from the Wall Street Journal in Your Money Now. Well, we are looking at a pretty decent day. It took a little while for the market to get going this morning, but we do have some gains on the board now in the final hour of trading. With the Dow Jones Industrial Average ahead 174 points, the NASDAQ Composite is up 70, the S&P 500 ahead 24 points. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention says the case count for illnesses tied to a nationwide E. coli outbreak is still growing. The CDC says tainted romaine lettuce is now linked to 149 illnesses in 29 states as the outbreak has spread to Minnesota and three other states, Florida, North Dakota, and Texas. The agency says evidence still points to Yuma, Arizona as the source for contaminated lettuce and it is warning people not to eat romaine lettuce unless it's clear that it wasn't grown in Yuma. The New England Confectionery Company, also known as NECO, is headed to a bankruptcy auction after, after a Boston investment firm failed in its attempt to buy the company. The minimum bid at the auction is nearly $14 million. It's only a little more than the purchase price that NECO and the investment firm Gordon Brothers had negotiated before a bankruptcy judge set the bidding. If Gordon Brothers wins the auction, NECO could keep operating and cranking out Necco wafers, Clark bars, and other candies. I'm Bruce Bale with your money now on 1500 ESPN.
All right, thank you very much, Mr. Vale. Hey, GLers, we got some stuff going on here at this radio station. I want to tell you that you can get involved in the Fantasy Golf Challenge, just like Suchi was. In fact, if you want to go to the Garage Logic Facebook page, you can see live video of Reavers trying to walk Mr. Suchere through it. 1500 ESPN's Majors Fantasy Challenge is back for the Players' Championship. Choose your players before 6.55 a.m. this Thursday, tomorrow morning. One golfer from Honestly Priced. Commencing Garage Logic Segment Number 8 Here's John Height. Thank you, Joe. It's cloudy. It's light rain around the Twin Cities and 61 degrees. This update brought to you by the Duluth Trading Company. Visit Duluth Trading Company stores in Fridley, Bloomington, Woodbury, and downtown Duluth. The Twins are off today. They'll open up a four-game series against the Angels out on the West Coast tomorrow night. Soccer on the station tonight. Minnesota United taking on the Los Angeles Football Club on the West Coast. 8.30 pregame, 9 o'clock kickoff here on 1500 ESPN. Houston Rockets have home court advantage in the Western Conference Finals, but they're still underdogs to the defending champion Golden State Warriors. The Westgate Superbook in Las Vegas opened the Warriors as a minus 185 favorites to win the best of seven series against Houston. The Rockets opened at plus 155. That means you'd have to place a $100 bet to win $155 if Houston would win. A uh, tweet from your 3 o'clock co-host. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Frantic search for my Hubbard badge so I could leave building and return quickly comes to successful conclusion when it's found dangling around my neck. <laughs> oh, I love that. I always love that. Where's my badge? Uh, you're wearing you're it. You're wearing so. it, Pat. Yep. Uh, you watch the barber there, Grandpa. I know what it's for. I just can't remember where I put it. <laughs> oh, my God. News looks. The news He's notes make a, today. A quick zip in, zip out oh, here. Oh, huh? God, that's great. On the heels of his request for emergency school aid, Governor Mark Dayton visited schools in Rochester and Lakeville today to, uh, well, to stump for more money, basically. At Parkview Elementary School in Lakeville, he spoke with teachers and administrators before talking with the press. Dayton said the school is one, is in one, of 59 districts statewide that faces serious budget deficits that could lead to hundreds of teachers and staff being laid off. The end of the legislative session looming, the governor is urging the legislature to back his one-time emergency aid proposal of $137.9 million. Uh, that is meeting with skepticism from Republicans. The Senate Republican Caucus released a statement Monday arguing that the districts highlighted by the governor had already received millions of dollars in new funding last year. A Ramsey woman faces two charges after authorities say they located multiple dead animals inside her home. Criminal complaint says 33-year-old Karen Mary Lind has been charged with one count of cruelty to animals and one count of overwork or mistreatment of animals. According to the complaint, officers called to a home on Andre Street in Ramsey for a welfare check. When officers got there, they noticed several grocery delivery boxes that were spoiled. Officers found the back patio door of the home unlocked. The complaint said when they opened the door, officers noticed a strong odor of rotting carcasses. I can identify. Yeah, right. Where's the fox at? Mm-hmm. Once inside the home, the officers located four dead pets. According to the complaint, it appeared as though the animals had starved to death. <sighs> the officers also located one living dog. The officers found Lynn's phone number on the dog's collar. The defendant admitted the animals belonged to her and that she knew she had a hoarding issue that was out of control. She also what? said she was aware of three diseased, an- uh, deceased animals, but was unaware of a fourth. How do you get Okay, wait, 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 yeah. wait, wait. Yep. So they called her. That's correct. 
Where was she? I well, it doesn't sound like uh, she was in this residence. So, oh, maybe living elsewhere. You mean? Well, I, I don't know that oh. to be true. I, I assume that reading the story, and perhaps I'm assuming wrong, hmm. uh, but that's the way I took imagine it. living next to that woman. I think uh, I would have reported her earlier. Wouldn't you think if you saw well, boxes outside? The odor was that strong. Who knows? No. President Donald Trump's nominee to be CIA director said today that she does not believe torture works and she would not carry out any presidential order that she thought was immoral. Facing tough questioning by members of the Senate Intelligence Committee, Gina Haspel said her moral compass is strong. She said, I would not allow CIA to undertake activity I thought was immoral, even if it was technically legal. I would absolutely not permit it. She was responding to a question about what she would do if she received a directive from the president that she found to be morally objectionable. President Trump has said he supports subjecting terror suspects to harsh interrogation tactics like waterboarding, which simulates drowning. Aspel said today she doesn't believe the president would ask her to resume waterboarding and that the CIA must undertake activities consistent with American values. California has become the first state in the nation to mandate solar panels for all new homes and a move they say would cut greenhouse gas emissions that critics say will end up raising home prices in the already expensive market in that state. Think of all the electric cars that are going to melt now. <laughs> <laughs> the California Energy Commission approved it unanimously, five to nothing. Uh, the regulation will require all homes and apartments built after 2020 to have solar panels, adding an average of about ten grand to construction costs for a single-family home. On the flip side, the commission says the panels would yield much more in energy savings. The spokeswoman for the Energy Commission, Amber Beck, says that under the new standards, new homes would be expected to reduce energy use by more than 50%. She argued that the change will lead to savings in the long run. Richfield-based Best Buy unveiled its new logo today, getting a refresh after about 30 years with their old logo. Best Buy said the launch is part of a larger campaign that they say celebrates their new rallying cry, Let's Talk About What's Possible. According to a press release, the logo is more modern, easier to read, especially in today's digital world. The logo is already on Best Buy's digital platforms, advertising and TV commercials. And shoppers will see the rollout in stores soon as well, according to Best Buy. Uh, Sears is getting a much-needed lift from one of its uh, greatest rivals, Amazon. Hmm. The uh, retailer reached a deal with Amazon to install tires purchased on that website, Sears announcing today. Amazon also agreed to start selling Sears' diehard brand of tires. But Sears Auto Centers will install all tires purchased on Amazon, whatever the brand, for a fee. So you buy the tires online. At Amazon. And then you go to Sears. And you got to haul them to Sears. That's correct. And they would uh, install the tires. Well, you know, when they tweak this, what will happen is you'll have them delivered to your nearest Sears, and then you show up. That would make sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's not necessarily a bad thing. Mm -hmm. Keep Sears in business. Yeah, go Sears. The announcement pumped some needed life into Sears stock, lifting shares 19% in midday trading, uh, trading soon after the announcement. Amazon already sells tires online, giving shoppers a network of different auto shops at which they can have the tires installed. Diehard Tires and Sears Installation Services were listed on the Amazon site soon after the announcement today. It's not the first deal between Amazon and Sears. Last year, Sears started selling its Kenmore appliances on Amazon. The first time it had allowed the sale of that brand to any other retailer. All right, serious question. Yep. If you've got to bring the tires with you and you've got a sedan, mm-hmm. what do you you rent the trailer to bring them over? Or how? You can fit four tires in the back seat. Hmm. Next now the story. fridge, the fridge might be a problem. Yep. Sure. 
Delta Airlines plane had to be evacuated immediately after landing after smoke appeared in the cabin, causing panic among passengers who branded it the flight from hell last night. Passengers were heard screaming, let us out, after flight 1854 uh, landed at Denver International Airport last night following the sight of smoke on the aircraft. Dramatic video captured on the plane shows cabin crew ordering people to remain low in their seats and cover themselves in a blanket before the order is given to evacuate. Travelers deplaned via emergency slides and overwing exits, as pictures taken at the airport show dozens of travelers standing on the aircraft's wing and a fleet of emergency vehicles on the runway. Some passengers were hurt as a result of the evacuation, according to Denver International, although there were no serious injuries. Passenger Jim McManus told local media smoke began to seep through the cabin vents after the plane landed in Denver and started taxiing to its arrival gate. McManus told Denver 7 that passengers were unaware where the smoke came from and that most remained calm throughout the ordeal, adding that the incident could have been, in his words, a lot worse. Everybody on the flight okay. Visitors at a leading contemporary art museum in Paris didn't leave only their coats in the cloakroom. They left all their clothes. The Palais de Tokyo Museum in Paris opened its doors to nudists. I wonder why that's necessary. It's part of a growing effort, Joe by France's tiny nudist community Mm. to encourage acceptance of clothes-free activities. Yeah, man, what's your jam? Now, this is the... If you're a guy and you're part of a nudist community, do you want to be part of the tiny nudist community? No, I want to be part of the big one. Right. right? This is uh, the third such... No, I never will be. Right. What do you mean by the big one? (laughs) In Paris, this is... Get over here, Leroy. Right. The third thing that uh, has opened uh, opened a nudist. First, it was a nudist restaurant. I'm not uh, eating there. But you had to sit down where somebody was sitting. Right. Then a nudist Hey, this park. chair's warm. How about a little smoky? Then a nudist park, and now the uh, nudist art museum. Oh, smoky. Yeah. What's that? You know, like the... the Little cocktail wieners? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can get Barbecue them. sauce? They got yeah. You can get them. Little gherkins. Uh, Small, well, John, quite I, small I, gherkins. I, I'm not going to go to that museum. Yeah, no, okay, me neither. I went everybody's head about the bird. I get you. The trash mover. First, we got to do Dave Dahl. Yes. Hi, Joe. Hi, we're, we're still at 61. We still have light rain at the airport, but that's going to come to a close here in 45 minutes. Should be out of eastern Minnesota. Clearing skies after that. We're going to see a sunset tonight. Temperatures should warm up to about 65 for the high before the temps cool down to 48 tonight. Then partly cloudy, a mild day tomorrow, 66 with quite a bit of sunshine. Then showers and a few thunder showers erupt Thursday night into Friday. Friday's high cool at 58. Is it Friday or all day rain? Uh, no. Good. It should be done probably by midday or early afternoon. All right. And then after that, just stays cool. But then 64 on Saturday. Fishing opener looks a lot better at this point. 64 for the high. And then partly cloudy skies on Mother's Day, 72. 76 Monday, up to 80 on Tuesday. Some isolated thunderstorms late Tuesday or Tuesday night. Wednesday, still mild at 75 degrees. We're expecting low tonight down to 48, Joe. Right now we're at 61. And I have the records for the day. May 9. A couple years here, Joe. 91. 91. In 1887. In 1887. And 1987. And 1987. And then 27. 27. In 1966. Thank you. We're joined by Kathy Lantry, the Director of Public Works in St. Paul. Hi, Kathy. 
Hi, Joe. How are you? Good. Your name came up the other day because we were wondering, once the city takes over trash collection, what becomes of the existing carts and bins that people have? We think we got it answered, but you were kind enough to call us back. You might as well tell us your answer. Sure. Um, well, those carts belong to uh, residents' current haulers, so those haulers will take back their own carts. Now, uh to be reused by other clients outside of St. Paul, or do they get recycled? I guess that was my concern. Are we going to recycle those big plastic carts? Well, since since the city of St. Paul doesn't own them, that will be on um, that will be the decision made by the haulers. I would guess that they will do probably a combination. First of all, it depends upon how old their carts are. So for some of them, this might be a good reason to say they're at end of life, and so maybe it makes sense to to recycle them. Um, but some of the, especially the larger haulers, have other cities within the region where they can use those carts in other municipalities. That's all we were after. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Thank you. Did you ever hear a cart referred to as end of life? I've uh, never heard uh, end of life for a trash cart. There's a school in Greenville, South Carolina. All right. Greenville High School is warning parents and students that cheering on graduating seniors in any form will not be tolerated, and if so, they could earn a $1,030 fine. Push back. Since graduation is a dignified and solemn occasion, graduating seniors and their guests should behave appropriately. The presentation read according to the Greenville News. People, ask your guests... Please ask your guests not to call out, cheer, whistle, or applaud during the reading of names and presentation of diplomas. The citation for family members yelling is 1030 bucks. Did you guys happen to see the video yes. uh, down in Florida? What yes. school was it? Uh, wasn't that the University of Florida? University of Florida, where some faculty member or something was hustling the kids off the stage if they broke into a dance or whatever? Yes. Now, is it... Was he only hustling off black kids? That's I, I, that's the story that I heard, and if that's the case, that's but, bad. But there was, they said there were no guidelines to what you had to do. But you would think if you're engaged socially, let me set this up. Hold on, I can answer that. The yeah. video that was attached to that story, the one that I read on yeah. the Daily Mail, only showed that professor or dean, whatever, um, escorting black students off the stage okay then he's got a problem if he was if he was hustling students off the stage regardless of their race he doesn't have a problem because he's trying to enforce this same thing you're not supposed to come up here and do the hula hoop but if he was only signaling out black students well he's a moron right and he's gonna have to get dressed down by the failed academy um but these these dances that they said they had to do because of the sorority or fraternity that they were with, it just it got to be a little let too me, much. Let me I tell think. you something. Let me tell you. Just something. go get your diploma, right? But that doesn't work anymore. Uh, any well, graduation I've been to, you hear that same admonition: please hold your applause until the end. I have yet to attend a graduation where anybody does hold right. their applause to the uh, applause to the end. I think you ought to end these ceremonies because you're losing this battle. These things have become free-for-alls. They've become celebratory free-for-alls. And it's because of the look-at-me generation. Yes. Just go home. We're going to mail you your diploma and see you later. I think if you have a... What's in it for the school? You don't make any money. It's no... You know, don't don't well, give so me this solemn ceremony BS because they don't happen anymore. 
It just doesn't happen. Unless it's in a church. I've been to a couple that have been in, a, in the cathedral yeah. where you kind of, you want to have decorum and, and maybe Hey, I've not. been to three in the cathedral and, and that, that, that works. That changes things. But if you're in but the you Minneapolis go to three Convention at Center, Arena, yeah. you know, you're looking for earplugs. Right, right. Well, then don't have it because you're not going to win this battle. And it's not new. This is an old uh, problem where whoever's running the uh, graduation ceremony invariably says, would everyone please hold their applause till the end? And nobody does. Right. Mikulski family has a real problem with abiding by those rules. Well, that, and, and because you're, well, then you're a slob. You're just a slob. In the church, I, I would I would have some decorum. Yeah. I would whistle. I wouldn't Why? recite and a poem. Plus, 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 I have a deeper philosophical and ideological observation. Mm-hmm. It ain't a big deal to graduate from high school. Yeah, what up? You what? know, if you got to go crazy because you graduated from high school, you ain't looking well, forward to much. Well, I'm playing my, for it's Sophia. not that hard to graduate well, from high school. I'm not saying it's hard, but it is a pretty big moment you in a person's what? life. It's nothing. <laughs> when Sophia <laughs> walks across the it's stage, nothing. I'm going to go like this. Way to go, Diva! What the you know what? You probably will. And that's going to be a shame. You can't at that place. Where are they going to graduate? Viz does it inside their theater. Yeah, that won't stop The you. Waffle House. Yeah. What the? <laughs> what the? I might do it for everyone. Yeah. Well, anyway. You'll be escorted What's your name, up. Lisa? Hey, Lisa. What the? <laughs> I, guess, I guess I've lost my larger point, which was... What's your point? The point is... These requests never work. Right. You, it, and you know what? It, it's the academy. These are the monsters the academy has created. Right. And have accommodated and have coddled and catered to. So now here, and now it comes to graduation, and the academy wants to pretend that this is a serious, uh, solemn uh, ceremony here for the uh, brilliant studying we've all accomplished together. B as in B, S as in S. Right. It, you, you've been running a zoo for these kids four years in high school, and now they're going to act like it when they go across the stage. So don't tell them you're going to find them a grand. What do you expect they're going to do? Right. They're all going to do the exact same thing. Yep. Just like- mm-hmm. And I think the guy at Florida should be in trouble if he was only manhandling black students. Yeah, that's yeah. See on that. But if he was but manhandling vid- all students who were acting up, that's, then he's off the hook. And and we don't know that because we don't know if it was just black students who were whether it was dancing or you know walking across the st- stage in a celebratory fashion. We don't we don't know who was exactly right. doing it. Very good. I, I, I promise I will. I will. But just you let, let me handle this. <laughs> no, you can't talk. I'm going to keep your microphone down because i got to do a promotion here. Hey, uh, GLers, we are going to get ready for um, sports talk here with Mr. Patrick James Stephen Ricey. But uh, there is going to be a major. The Players' Championship. 1500 ESPN's Majors Fantasy Golf Challenge is back on for the Players' Championship. You need to pick your team before tomorrow morning at 6.55 a.m. One golfer from each of the featured groups. And if you're going to win, you're going to get a trip for four to Cragen's, two rounds of golf, two nights and lodging, plus breakfast each and every day. If you played in the Masters round, 
You can use your same login. Don't worry. If you didn't, you can still sign up to play in this round. Sign up right at 1500ESPN.com. And the only other thing I need to tell you before we wrap up this hour is the fourth annual Town Ball Classic is happening this Saturday, May 26th, Target Field. Tickets on sale now, 10 bucks. Good for all three games. Class C starts at 10, Class B at 1, Class A at 4 p.m. So check it out, 1500ESPN.com, keyword events. Also, 